Greetings, lovelies. Please, come into my parlor and make yourselves comfortable. I am Virginia Waits. Welcome to today's delightfully naughty, deliciously sexy episode of The Manor, the adult-only club nestled in the bosom of the English countryside and haven of the supernatural. And where were we? Ah, yes. Lucy has just discovered Josh has magic, not the usual werewolf supernatural abilities, but actual free magic similar to her own. Since this is almost unheard of, she needs to understand why. Only she has drawn a blank. Requiring advice, Lucy has gone to the only person who might know more, her father. It has been a very gruelling experience, through neither of their faults, and Lucy has ended up a wreck, nothing like her usual controlled and calm self. Luckily for her, Draga and Ollie are more than willing to take care of her in any way she needs. If you would like to read all the lovely plot points of Lucy and her father's meeting that we, unfortunately, don't have time for in the podcast, pick up your copy of this week's ebook. So many interesting and exciting details. Thank you so much to everyone who does. It really helps us keep all the wheels turning. Links are at my website, virginiawaits.com or search for my name, Virginia Waits at your favourite online retailer, and up it will pop. Welcome to The Manor, Season 1, Episode 9. Sit back, relax, and I shall begin. You're still cold, Draga said and she turned to look at him. Hmm, he added almost immediately. You need to feed. You must have used a huge amount of energy. Lucy didn't feel cold, and she hadn't felt the need for anything more than companionship, but as if mentioning it made it obvious, her teeth throbbed gently. She was so used to her succubus side being far more dominant than the vampire that sometimes she failed to pay attention to it. Communing with her father had brought that aspect of her nature right to the surface. It was hard, she admitted. I had to show him what I felt from Josh. Almost, as if to spite her and remind her it was there, heat rushed through her, centering between her legs. 
Looks like you need to feed more than one way, Ollie said, gently stroking her arm. She nodded. If there was one thing she hated, it was being out of control, and her trip into the vaults had stripped her of her usual equilibrium. Come on, Draga said, repossessing the mug she had almost forgotten she was holding and placing it on the table. He moved the blanket and stood, offering her his hand. She took it and allowed herself to be pulled to her feet with Ollie close beside her. None of them spoke as Draga led them towards the bedroom. Usually it amused her that, even though she was the succubus, her bedroom was perfectly ordinary, and it was Ollie and Draga who had a glass-topped table come cabinet filled with various sex toys, it was over to the left of the window, just allowing access to the side of the couple's big, sturdy bed. Oliver, Draga said, voice calm, low and deep, stay here. Ollie stopped immediately, and Lucy found herself led to the bed as the half-fay watched. We must deal with your need for blood first, Draga said, urging her to sit down. I have some in my office, she said, or at least she tried to say, but the last word trailed off as Draga gave her one of his penetrating stares. Blood from a bag was never as good as from a direct source, but it would sustain her. Draga, ever a man of action rather than words, reached round and pulled his hair away from one side of his neck, tilting his head slightly. Lucy couldn't help it. Her eyes zeroed in on the pulsing artery just above the slim collar her friend always wore. With anyone else she would have checked, just to be sure. But this was Draga. Leaning forward, Lucy closed her eyes and allowed her senses to expand beyond their normal level. She could smell him, light deodorant, musky male, and something underneath that she had never quite categorized and could only quantify as dragon. And she heard his heartbeat. It was strong and steady, slower than a normal human, but faster than her own. It called to her. She opened her mouth to breathe him in as her fangs ached and slid down into their elongated position. Only then did she open her eyes again and look at him and his long, strong but elegant neck. As she moved in closer, placing a kiss over Draga's pulse point, he gave no outward reaction, but his heartbeat jumped, and she heard Ollie's breathing quicken behind her. 
She opened her mouth, placing her fangs against his skin incredibly carefully, and a bit down. One tremor, and a tiny gasp for Draga's only reaction. Blood hit her tongue and she swallowed. The metallic, round flavour filled her senses and lit up the pleasure centres of her brain. Power followed it like a wave crashing over rocks on a beach, breaking over her and surrounding her in cold energy. Her own magic echoed the ancient force. It could do nothing else. She drank, feeding the creature within, and part of her wanted to drink forever. However, she took only a few mouthfuls, using her long years of practice to force herself to stop. For a moment she stared at Draga, the taste of blood still on her tongue, and all she could see were shades of red. The world was coated in the fluid of life, but slowly colour seeped back into reality. She urged her vampire traits back under the surface, breathing deeply as she regained control. That was one hunger taken care of, but she could feel the other clawing at her insides. There were disadvantages to having two aspects sometimes. Usually she dealt with them separately, but not tonight. Draga placed his hand on her arm. Let us take care of you. Draga said, beckoning Ollie towards the bed. Let us give you what you need, Ollie whispered as he climbed onto the bed behind her. She could feel them, Draga's strength and Ollie's light, and it made her shiver inside. Closing her eyes, she pushed her vampire nature further down, allowing the succubus full control. When she opened them again, the room was not as glaringly bright, but everything was tinged with reflections of power. Love me, she said. Please. What do you need? Draga asked as he gave Ollie a small nod, and Lucy felt the half-fay lean in to kiss gently at the side of her neck. Anything, she replied. Everything. She didn't want to think, she just wanted to feel. Thinking was too hard. Tell us if it's too much. Draga told her. No games tonight. Lucy nodded. They had known each other centuries, and Draga understood her better than anyone else alive except her father. And there was one of those traitorous thoughts that she pushed away ruthlessly. 
Draga possessed her mouth for a deep kiss, commanding and yet not overbearing. It was what Lucy needed, direction without force. She kissed back with equal measure and her power spiked. It was only small, but Ollie moaned into her ear, so very susceptible. Skin, please, skin, he begged. He and Raga undressed her, shedding their own clothes as they went, and she understood exactly what Ollie meant as he plastered himself against her back, and her skin tingled. Oliver, Draga's voice was calm and authoritative. I can't, Ollie said, full of need. Please, I can't. Before Draga could say anything else, Lucy placed her hand on his face. Not his fault, she said as her power answered Ollie's touch. It's mine. Even her voice was touched with energy. Don't move, Draga said, and stood up and away. Lucy wanted to lunge after him, but held herself in check. That much she could do. The muscles of his arse rippled as he walked over to the wall and touched a small panel. She gasped as the extra protection literally built into the room sprang into life. They worked on the same principle as Draga's collar, hiding power inside, caging it. Lucy had helped him put them in place more years ago than she cared to count, but she had only ever been inside twice when they were active. She did not like being cut off from her manor, but she understood Draga's reasoning. Just until we are done, Draga told her, and she nodded. He returned to the bed via the side table, bringing with him the supplies they were going to need, and threw them further up the bed. Now we are ready, he said, kneeling on the bed and urging her to do the same. Ollie seemed to be almost stuck to her as he moved as she did. The two men began to touch her in earnest with kisses, fingertips, tongues, hands, and more. She lost track of who was doing what as they did just as she had asked and loved her. With each caress it was as if her skin increased in sensitivity. A mouth here on her breast, light nails there over her buttocks and thighs, lips against her neck. It was amazing. When she tried to reach out herself, Draga caught her hand, kissing her palm before taking first one of her fingers, then another into his mouth. Sucking them gently, she watched, hypnotized. 
so rarely did she allow herself not to be completely in control that it was mesmerizing as she simply let everything happen. Her nipples were hard and filled her with the most delightful tingles as Ollie snaked an arm around her and played with one. She could feel him, hard and needy, pressed against her ass. She moaned. She wanted him. She wanted both of them. The smell of sex filled the air, feeding her need. Draga would not let her touch, but Ollie had no such control. With her one free hand, she reached backwards, wrapping her fingers around the cock pressed against her, stroking it firmly. Ollie moaned, biting down on her shoulder to muffle the sound. Her nerves tingled with delight, and she rewarded him with another stroke. Lie down, Oliver. Draga said before Lucy could get any more ideas. Against the headboard, on your back. Lucy pouted as Ollie reluctantly left her side, but she was not going to interfere in his and Draga's dynamic. They had invited her into their bed, but there were rules, and she would never break them. He does have a very nice cock, doesn't he? Draga said as Ollie followed the instructions to the letter. I think you should use it. I'd like that, she replied. Make yourself ready, Oliver, Draga said. Yes, master. Ollie replied and picked up a condom from where Draga had left them on the bed. Ollie ripped the foil with his teeth and as Lucy and Draga watched, made a show of rolling it carefully onto his proud cock. Hold the headboard, Draga instructed. Ollie lifted his arms and gripped the top of the bed frame immediately. He's all yours, Draga whispered into Lucy's ear. She smiled at him before turning to Ollie. Hello, Ollie, she said, running her eyes up and down the beautiful body in front of her. Ready for me? Never, he replied, pupils already blown. She laughed and lifted herself over his legs, leaning down to tease one, then the other of his nipples with her tongue. He made the tiniest of sounds that had her instincts humming. Sitting back up, she ran her hand down over her stomach and into the hair below, spreading herself with her fingers. She was already so wet her fingers slid over her clit and into her folds with no pressure at all. Fuck, I love sex, she said, moving forward and lifting up. 
Ollie's cock was long and proud, and she barely had to adjust at all to find just the right spot. She slid down, taking him all in. He whimpered. You were right, Draga, she said, putting her head back and enjoying the sensation of being full. He has a lovely cock. She felt him twitch inside her. Dear Ollie, such a complex soul, but always so responsive to praise. Using her internal muscles, she squeezed him, and he gasped. His response urged her into motion, lifting up and bringing herself back down, taking all of him into her warm pussy. With each move, Ollie made such lovely noises that spoke to her at a very base level. So she rode him, shifting her hips and finding a rhythm and angle that had him brushing her sweet spot every time. Being so wrapped up in Ollie, she lost track of Draga until a hand touched her ass. Come for us, Lucy, he said, long fingers dipping between her legs and playing with her ass. She hadn't realized how close she was, because she did, just like that. She shuddered around Ollie's cock, making him moan and buck his hips as she gasped and her power fled. Ollie made a strangled noise, but he didn't come. She would have felt that. It's at moments like these it's obvious you were made for sex. Draga whispered in her ear, kissing her back. She had half collapsed forward, and he pulled her back into a more upright position against his chest as she fluttered around Ollie's hard cock. How wet are you now? he asked. Wet enough for both of us? As he spoke, he slid his hand between them and down between her legs again, fingers feeling out where Ollie's cock was disappearing into her vagina. She hummed at the delicious sensation. A little tight still, maybe, he said, pushing one finger in beside Ollie's cock. That made her moan. Just fuck me, she said, turning her head and looking at him. He smiled and pulled back his hand. Lean forward, he told her. She did as she was told. Poor Ollie was biting his lip. Draga moved in behind her and used one hand to spread her as he came in close. As he pushed the head of his cock against her opening, already filled by Ollie's ample member, she felt her muscles stretching. 
it ached. For a moment she thought she might have made a mistake, but, as Draga had pointed out, she was made for sex, and her body opened up. She groaned as Draga pushed into her a little more, and the whimpering sounds the pleasure drew from Ollie almost had her coming again. Let me in, Lou, Draga growled, voice not quite as controlled as before. Lucy concentrated, forcing her internal muscles to relax further as Draga slowly thrust further in. She felt so full and stretched, and she reveled in it. The pulse of two men's desire was making her succubus nature dance, and she wanted everything they had. As she held herself still, Draga began to do as she had asked and fuck her, while Ollie kept himself in perfect position, never wavering. It wasn't easy, but great sex often wasn't, and she reveled in it. She could feel their arousal like a physical thing, Draga hot and building, Ollie like a furnace barely holding on. It made her pussy pulse with desire and her power rise even more. They moved together like they were made to be, and as their needs rose, so did hers. She couldn't stop it as her power claimed her. Come for me, she whispered, please. Ollie bucked up into her, shouting something incoherent, and Draga's hands gripped her hips hard as he stilled inside her, shuddering. Their orgasms rammed into her far more directly than her own second one, and her cells lit up with pure energy. The protections on the room let it bounce around safely as she absorbed the sexual power and her own magic escaped. It was wonderful, but also kind of terrifying, because she knew how dangerous she was like this. Draga was the first to move, carefully pulling out of her even when she whined at the loss. He helped her climb off Ollie, who was still panting, and lie down on the bed. Relax, Draga told her as she trembled. We've got you. And Lucy knew they had. Ollie and Draga would look after her, and that was the complete truth. Thank you for joining me today. I do hope you liked the care Draga and Ollie gave Lucy. It was most enjoyable to read. The story continues in this week's ebook with all the lovely plot details we just can't fit here. The book has all the delicious naughty bits as well 
and it really does help us continue our work. Links are at virginiawaits.com to show our appreciation and so you can see how the podcast and ebooks differ the book of episode 1 is free for everyone next week comes episode 10 tricks and torments josh's uncle is still a dangerous force even with the manor's protection Subscribe so you never miss one of our episodes. Only three left to go now before the exciting conclusion of season one. So thrilling. Until next time, lovelies, stay naughty and be safe. Music from filmmusic.io Moonlight Hall by Kevin MacLeod Incomtech.com License CC by creativecommons.org